Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show. We're sorry we are a little late, just getting back from uh, Australia. As always, uh, the spirit of Princess Diana is with us. Hello. Hi. Hi, Princess <laughs> Diana. How are you? I'm good. Are you seeing what's going on in our world right now? Yes, and I believe in a Palestinian state because I was killed by the Jews in a tunnel. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Princess Diana is out of her mind. I was killed by Jews in a tunnel? Hey. Anyway, two guests are here that don't uh, know what I'm going to say and don't have the money to withstand the attacks and hatred. Not at all. That uh, I don't, you know, but they're good friends of mine. Uh, Mike Cannon, Mike Feeney, great <laughs> comics from New York who have been hanging out for the last few days um, in Los Angeles, California, while the world's falling <laughs> yeah. apart. Yeah, man, yeah. just seeing what you live like, We've dude. been having yeah. fun. Yeah. We've been having a good time. Went down to the beach. Jumped in the ocean, almost got swept away by the currents. It was very... But you know, when you say, like, how I live, it's just like, it's just New York lives a certain way. Yeah. And everybody's used to it. And when you come out here, everyone can live like this. Uh, no, I don't think everybody, <laughs> I don't think everybody parks in a red zone and then just flicks everybody off yeah. and is like, but tow it, he, I don't here's care. The, here's the thing, Segura did this the other day. Don't you fear that the obsession with rules is a bourgeoisie middle class mentality? Yes. Like, this is the reality. Sure. I've known a lot of successful people, they have no respect for rules. Yeah. They have no respect for rules, right? Yeah. Israel. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You stop it. You stop it now. Stop. Hello. But they do. Uh, they were attacked. We're getting to that. The point is, I don't get caught up in it because I say, I'm parking my car where there is fucking curb space. That's it. The, the middle class following rules, isn't that part of the reinforcement of public schooling? They're it, trying yes. to keep you in the cog that you came in? Here's what happens. I, I had my fat family to my home mm -hmm. over, the, over the summer. And they're lovely people, but they were all like, can you park by the beach without a permit? You don't have a permit. What's going to happen? They're going to tow it? They're going to give you a ticket? <laughs> and it's just like that. And they, they don't. Yeah. And it's the fear. It's the fear that these people walk around with all day and nothing happens. Yeah. Here's what happens most of the time. Nothing. Every now and then, yes. Could you get towed? Yes. Could you get a ticket? Yes. Who gives a fuck? The reality is you should learn how and when you can break the rules. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the day, you, you choose where you can break the rules. Is that not, does that sound crazy? No, it doesn't sound crazy. It does sound like you can weather a yeah, few the mistakes. Yeah, the financial yeah. storm. Of but, you gotta, but you can only get there if you don't care. Yes. If you're afraid all the time, you'll never make money, you'll never do anything. It's tough not to care when I, you have to I pick your kid up. I went to three years of watching comics not <laughs> say anything and not earn a dollar. Because yeah. they were waiting to get jobs on a fake TV show that never happened. And they were like, I can't have an opinion about anything because I won't get on this thing that isn't real. It's not even real anymore. They're not even making these shows. These people are eating on the street. They have their pussy on Craigslist. And for three years, they were fearful and afraid of everything. So my whole point is that you shouldn't be afraid 
to just live. <laughs> I got my car towed to Malibu. We got them as they were, not today, but the other day. We got them. They dropped the, it was, I paid the drop fee. I rode in the tow truck. It was fun. The guy was cool. A fan saw me in the tow truck. I waved to the guy. He's like, Tim Dillon's getting towed. You know? I was, they, he was like, why are you getting towed? I'm like, the, you know, the fucking government and shit. Yeah. It's the government. Why aren't you getting towed, you rule-following yeah. asshole? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, I, my parents were so terrified of everything. They were so scared, and that's why my father drove a Pontiac Sundance. <laughs> because he was terrified of, like, ever, like, you know. Yeah. He's like, well, you can't. They were so afraid. They're like, don't let it. Because they were afraid of getting sued. They thought all well, my friends were going to kill themselves in the pool. <laughs> don't let anyone in the pool. Somebody's going to slip on the deck and we'll get sued. Or trampolines. Remember you had a yes, trampoline in your yes. backyard? You're like, I can't afford the insurance on yes. that. It, because were your parents paranoid about people getting sued? Well, yeah. If, they, if someone broke their neck on a trampoline. Our, we grew up with just this idea that like every friend we had was a liability. Yeah. <laughs> it was a potential <laughs> liability. <laughs> Don't let them get on the trampoline. Don't let them get in the pool. Uh-huh. They have asthma. Yeah. They would identify the kid with asthma. And they'd be like, he has asthma. Yeah. Watch him. My parents wouldn't even get a pool because they didn't want our house to be welcoming. Interesting. Yeah, they just wanted every activity, all social gatherings were outside the home. The idea that we might throw a party was completely right. far. They never left. Well, remember the show Rescue 911 that was on? There was a show yeah, called like Rescue 911. Yeah, that and Nanny 911 It was well. all about people who had accidents in their homes and, and it would be like a, a, a kid who like hit his head and is oh. paralyzed in the pool get the rescue 911 yeah this guy and this would terrify people William Shatner William Shatner this was Shatner yeah it was yeah. Shatner <laughs> and then this would terrify boomers to into thinking that like their house was just booby trapped yeah and that Literally, someone was going to, one of your kids' friends was going to die in it, yeah. and you were going to get sued. Pull up, like, a Rescue 911, see if we can get, like, an idea of what it was. It was always, like, it would be, like, there was a drowning. <laughs> she took her eyes off the water for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a drowning. Yeah, like, this is Dude, what there, it was. There could have been a Rescue 911 with, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, what is going on? Oh, sorry. This is the Middle East. My, mom, my mom had a cousin, or at least this was her story, yeah. that was a black belt, and he ju- dove into a four-foot pool and paralyzed himself. Yeah, everyone I, has it. I never met a single athletic cousin that she's ever had. Yeah, everyone has a story of a guy who jumped in head first. <laughs> yeah. like, people used to jump off. Go to the, the beginning where the ambulance is just coming. I love the opening scene. You want to see the title? Okay, yeah. yeah, let's see the opening scene. This is what just boomers watch, just fear. Yeah. This was they watched. This, this program-, program contains true stories of rescues. All of the 911 calls you will hear are real. Whenever possible, the actual people involved have helped us reconstruct the events as they happened. Great diction. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's dying. (laughs) One of your kid's friends choked to death. And you're on the hook. You're on the hook. <laughs> you're on the hook. You're footing the bill. You were drinking wine in the back room. <laughs> and your daughter and her friend were raped. How about that? <laughs> it was a group raping. 
And you were drunk in your room. All right, all right, enough of that. Is this the 80s? This feels like Yeah, it's yeah. what the, it was, the 80s. And that, yeah. But the people were so paranoid about, uh, you know, and it was never because they were like, your friend is a good person and we would hate if they drown. Yeah. Dude. It was always like, we didn't want them to cost us money. If that, if that, if we went out in those waves a little bit farther, yeah. there would have been a rescue 911 of me calling 911 that Tim Dillon just got swept out to sea today. Yeah, no one would have cared. Been, that would have been like, they would have rejoiced. This state would have rejoiced. Gavin Newsom would have had like a glass of wine. Palestine and Israel ceasefire. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> the hostages are released. Yeah. Everything would be great. The yeah. Twin Towers build back one by one. <laughs> Everybody loves it. Um, You'd like Sandy to go Hook that reopens. way. We tried yeah. to swim, but I, you know, and, and we're strong swimmers, but it was rough. Yeah. I and feel like that's a good death for you, though. Dying in Malibu at, at a beautiful beach. It feels like a- I want to kill a lot of people when I die. <laughs> okay, I see. I want to kill a lot of people. Take them with I, you. Yeah. I want to kill a lot Skydiving. of people when I die. Whatever. That's too hard to something you know. something big. Yeah. Something, something you know. Big. So what are you guys what are you guys who are you? Muzzies or Jews? What are you at right now? Go on the record. Mike <laughs> Mike Cannon on Twitter. What are you I'm at Mike Feeney? Muslims or Jews? Go on the record now. Who is it? I, I you know, team peace. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a-, <laughs> a member of the LGBTQ community here. Who's, I actually, I don't think any of the children of either side need water. That's Here's what I what think. Here's what I'm worried yeah. about. That's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I'm worried about. Um, even if this all ends tomorrow, I feel like people in that air, in that region are going to hate each other for a long time. Like, yeah. it's just, there's no hope of this, of a reconciliation. Right. Right. It doesn't feel that way. It doesn't feel like it. It's kind of, it, it goes, you know. When is it going to be like Palestinians and Israelis having like hot sex? There's got to be some There's subcategories. That's, that's, some that's for sure under like a taboo porn category. For yeah. sure. There's got to be. When are when are they going to walk Gaza with like the bloods and crips with yeah, the blue the, and the, the red handkerchief yeah. tied yeah. together yeah. and just be like, guys, it's over. I mean, hopefully the end of the week, but <laughs> it doesn't seem like that'd it. That'd be nice. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I worry about, you know, people that are that are living there. Are they going to be able to, because everyone wants to be fun and cool, you know? Yeah. And, and it's just not, like, I feel for the kids that are growing up in Gaza. Brutal. And I feel for the kids that are growing up in Israel that are, like, not, you know, like, their lives now are just completely shattered, you know? Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. No, it's truly a terrible, awful thing. I don't know. Yeah. I can't. Agree. Yeah, hard, I'm hard agree. Yeah. But it's hard. what it is. Strongly agree. I got to speak out for the people. You have to use your platform. For this the is pl- it. Because there's a lot of people over there right now, let's be honest, not for nothing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people over there right now hurting and they're in and they're in pain mm-hmm. and it's not nice no and what i would like to say is stop it yeah right to whom yeah. what to whom i say stop it to all the blanket stop it well i say it to everyone smart it's good you know me and my cousins used to f- throw each other down the stairs Sure. During Thanksgiving. And you know what my Aunt Carol would say? She'd have a glass of wine and she'd go, stop, stop. And we'd go, but he did it, they did it. And she'd go, everyone stop it. 
Everyone stop it. You're disrespecting Nanny's house. Stop it now. And that's kind of what the energy here. The energy here is, is, is just cut it out. You're acting like a bunch of knuckleheads and dodo birds. <laughs> but who's the, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what my uh, grandmother was yeah, saying. You're sure. being a bunch of dodo birds. Who, who's the grandmother in this situation? <laughs> Biden? He's going to go. I, 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 China, Iran, I don't know. <laughs> Syria? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Joe Biden and I, his individually closing yeah. eyes. Yeah. I mean, here's what we went to a great restaurant last night. Avra. Shout out to Avra uh, yeah, in Beverly Hills. Kim Kardashian having a party uh, a couple of blocks away at Funk, uh, which I wasn't invited to, which is fine. It's okay. Uh, Kim Kardashian's there with Ivanka Trump and other lovely people and luminaries celebrating Haley Bieber and all of that. And uh, we were, as importantly, sure. having our own event. Lobster pasta. At uh, Avra, which is a great Mediterranean restaurant in Beverly Hills. I have one in New York. Shout out to the manager in New York who always takes care of me. Wasn't in Beverly Hills the other night. That's okay. But <clears throat> let's remember that when I go back in. Um, but we were there and... Everybody's Arabs or Jews in Beverly Hills. Everyone's Persian. They're oh, either yeah. Jewish or Arab, and they all look alike, and everyone's kind of being very quiet. White BMW galore. Yeah, it's very, you know, and so we're all sitting there looking at them going, which one are you? And Right? <laughs> Doesn't? Isn't that what you were doing? Because that's what I was doing. <laughs> I was looking around the restaurant going, yeah. which one are you? Uh, because you all kind of have the nose. Uh-oh. You're all, t well, they do. <laughs> And they're all kind of tan, and they're all rich. Yeah. And I'm like, what? A lot of wealth. And it's, you just got to say one thing to them to kind of find out. What's that thing? You just sit down next to either one of them, and you go, oof. Been a long time coming. <laughs> <laughs> now, it depends, you pause. it depends what they think I mean. Right. Uh -huh. The Hamas attack or the obliteration of Gaza. The counterattack. But when you say... Been a long time coming over there. <laughs> then they get to take the lead. The first thing they say will lead you to their opinion. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll know which one they are. <laughs> yeah. You're putting out some Middle East breadcrumbs. That's right. Yeah. Because we are, what religion are you? Irish Catholic? Yeah. Me too. What so, about you? Same. Same. We're not in it, boys. <laughs> yeah. We're not in it. Feels We're outside, good. outside Our observers. people are pro-Palestine, the Irish. They are. The oh. Irish Catholics are is that true? Yeah, because they Huge. were oppressed. But I thought we were pro-Israel because they're protecting the place where Jesus comes back. No, because we feel like a similarity, like because of Northern Ireland yeah. and, and the British and the IRA, we feel very like a kinship with the Palestinians. I don't, no. per se, okay? Uh? I, I, no, yeah. I'm saying this. I, the only reason I don't feel a kinship with the Palestinians is because <coughs> I am more of an American than I am Irish. Of course. Yeah. Because I don't have that thing. I'm not saying the Palestinians are wrong. I'm saying that I don't, the Irish have that experience with Britain in the UK. I don't. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm just glad you're saying something because silence is violence. I'm too. saying it all. <laughs> yeah. No, it seems I said today, I said Israel should do a ceasefire, but the Palestinians to release all the hostages. They should release all the hostages, and then there should be a ceasefire. And then we should do, I talked about it, a big fucking concert. T-Swift, Ed Sheeran, Drake, massive, massive concert. Yeah. Massive concert. Like a We Are the World, We Are the Children thing. Massive concert. You're telling me Ed Sheeran can't get up there with a guitar? 
and fix this? His little repeater thing that the he's got going on. The castle on the hill. You're telling me that that sewer rat the problem, can't get up there the problem with is a guitar? I, I think they're a little gun shy of music festivals right now. Mike, that's, I, should he, we have them on the show? That was disgusting. Go, go gun shy that was, was inappropriate. The fact that you would say that, that is disgusting and disrespectful. Uh, no, I agree with you. Apparently, it is. <laughs> it is. Um, it is odd that you would. I would suggest that a musical thing would help. They've had concerts in Vegas. I'm just saying yeah. we need that energy. Of do we need that energy or not? Of this. Uh -huh. This yeah. is the energy we kind of need. A a coming swaying. together. That's what we a need. A de-escalation. Maybe do we it a little. The world. Maybe do it a little further from from Gaza this time. Yeah, a little I inland. There's got to be some metal detectors, some yeah. security. Yeah. You know, but Drake. You know, Drake has been oddly quiet about this whole thing, considering he's half involved. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. He doesn't really speak up. He's got an album to push. Well, you know what it is. It's um, probably difficult because he probably sees both sides of it, <laughs> and he's big in the Arab world. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. He's massive. Yeah. But he's also Jewish. He's big in the whole world. That's in true. Every part of the world, but specifically with regard to this conflict. Right. His standing in Iceland is immaterial. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, we're, we're talking more about his relationship <laughs> to those people, the Arabs. <laughs> so he's, you know, I mean, this, you know, they try to get this up. They're trying to get Bill Gates is trying. They want to kick the leaders of Hamas out of the Four Seasons in Doha, Qatar. Here's what I say to that. There's not a lot of good hotels in this world. <laughs> There's very few of them. And the Four Seasons has consistency. It has good bedding. It has room service that is pretty damn good. I don't know if we need to go kick Hamas out of the Four Seasons in Doha, Qatar. They have a standing room? <laughs> well, they have I don't condo. even well, they have condos in uh -huh. the Four Seasons that they live in. Representative Mike Waltz demands Bill Gates ban Hamas from Qatar Four Seasons. Representative Mike Waltz <laughs> is calling on billionaire Bill Gates to step in and ban Hamas terrorists from using any of the Four Seasons hotels, including one of the company's properties in Qatar. Noting that the Microsoft co-founder and former CEO has a controlling stake in a hotel chain through his investment firm. Hamas's political wing has previously hosted events at the Four Seasons Hotel in Doha, including a 2016 reception with then Turkish Prime Minister Ahmet. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, and but so here's the deal. Qatar is very interesting, right? Because Qatar is like this. You know, Middle Eastern country, but it's westernized. Didn't they have the World Cup? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. They have all that stuff happening. They killed thousands of slaves they while they built their stadium. Yeah. yeah. Well, but was did you see it? it yeah, it was good. Beautiful. <laughs> but this is what I mean. It seemed hot. We, you know, slaves also built the White House. Right. right? I mean, a long time ago. But it, you know, you yeah. can't, you know, what is the thing about the omelet and the, and the egg and the... Got to break a few... You got to break a few eggs you and, break you have, a few and slaves. you have to break a few slaves <laughs> to, to make a, an omelet to get a stadium. <laughs> the point is, the point is the Arab world is going out there and they're saying, we are the future. We're going to have great big sporting events. When they say, can we do the Olympics in Los Angeles? You know what the sick fucks here say? No, we can't because we have too many homeless people. <laughs> we can't move. So we can't. So the, Qatar and all these places are going like, we come here. Yeah. We will host the biggest events, the biggest UFC, the World Cup. We're ready. Put us in, coach. And then cities like L.A. 
cannot get enough people. They can't keep them from shitting in the street long enough so somebody could do the pole vault. (laughs) (laughs) It's disgusting. So here's what I'll say. Hamas is not good. And what they did was barbaric. But the political wing of Hamas has been staying in the Four Seasons for a very long time. Here's the way I feel about brand loyalty. <laughs> this is the way I feel about brand loyalty. I, I believe in it as a concept. And I believe that not only do you value a brand, but a brand should value you. Mm-hmm. And if Hamas is going to bring money into the Four Seasons in Doha and do events and do the Make Your Own Waffle... Yeah. When they do that, when they bring the Turkish prime minister in and they're going to do the omelet station, we know how it goes. We have the omelet station. We have make your own waffle. You know, if Hamas is going to utilize that, then I don't know if who are we to say, you know? Well, and it's a slippery slope. What's next? The Yakuza are going to be ejected from a hotel? Not my hotel. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I've stayed in very high-end hotels for a very long time, and the, the, the people that say there are primarily criminals, and we and thank you. Because without money laundering, without murder and killing, and de- there's no nice anything. Yeah. There's nothing nice without death. And that's not popular to say, but it is true. If you see marble, there's blood somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You, you know, you don't get diamonds without blood diamonds. So here's what I'm saying. I'm saying that I think that the political wing of Hamas, if they have, I mean, where are you on this? Why am I always, come on. Where are you? <laughs> Hamas. Hamas in the Four Seasons, Mike Feeney. Hamas in the Four Seasons. We're going to put this right in the Hamas in the Four Seasons. Go. Well, I think you make uh, interesting points, Tim. I, uh, I, do, I do enjoy peace. I do think that brand loyalty is important, but... Uh, you know, like you said, Hamas is not. How about a, how about a nice stop it, a stop it? <laughs> but but should they be allowed? Should Hamas be allowed stop to it. stay in the Four Seasons? <laughs> yeah, in Doha? Uh, yeah, yes. By yeah, the way, I think they should. Yes. Correct. Why not? Because you know, again, That's right. <laughs> again, where does it stop? And if they're like put them into a Holiday Inn or somewhere less comfortable, how much are they? They're going to urgently do something. It's going to be point. worse. Yeah, yeah, of course you, it will. Be I'll tell you of this: course. if you take me out of a Four Seasons, <laughs> I'm getting my fat ass in a paraglider tomorrow, dude. If you, <laughs> <laughs> it won't even get off the ground. How embarrassing will that be? Do I have to roll in in a barrel? <laughs> If you, uh, if this episode is our final one. Yeah. <laughs> if you take them off a, a sweet memory foam bed and put them on a hard Motel Six cot, yeah. No. By the way, putting them in a shit hotel is not going to make it better, dummy. This no. is how dumb but, our government. This is how dumb our government is. Our government's like, get the scrambled eggs out of their mouth. Like, it's like, <laughs> buddy, you got a geopolitical crisis. Here. Yeah, it's not yeah. the fruit cup that yeah. we're worried exactly. about. Exactly. You have Iran about to get into the war with Hezbollah. You you have China with destroyers in the South, in the, in the in the Middle East, whatever the fucking thing is. You have Russia uh, that's backing uh, you know certain militias out there that don't like us. We have a whole brew thing brewing here that's a real big World War Three scenario. And this guy's like, get them out of the bed. It's got to start with their thread count. Yeah, we have right, to, yeah. Yeah. Thread count. Yeah. Is it Egyptian cotton? It's crazy. <laughs> This is your solution to World War Three. This is just, get them out of the four seasons. This yeah. is just a person trying to say literally anything without commenting on the war. It's right. just being like, what if we just, what if we just get them out of there? That's my. Listen position. to this. The Four Seasons, in an October fifteenth statement, said, 
Hania, who's a Hamas guy, is not living or staying at the Four Seasons Hotel Doha, but did not immediately respond to the post request for comment about the length of his previous stay. So he's not even there. They just don't well, want him. He is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How are they going? But that's the thing. Is- I checked out. He checked out. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped his key in the slot. We haven't seen. It. And by the way, you know, because this is awkward. But you know how nice he probably is to everybody. I bet he tips well. You know what I mean? You know how nice he is. I'm not saying he's a good person. Yeah, but I'm saying he's nice. He's probably very nice. <laughs> so he's probably got people lying for him, going like, yeah, 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 he, uh, he ch- uh, Mr. Hania, he's his check, he checked out. Isn't that a kind of, it, it, outside of everything, it, it does seem like kind of a security concern if he is staying there. Oh, it will be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, he Well, the Mossad's going to get it on, and shout out to the Mossad, and I respect <laughs> what they're going to do. They're going to go out and start assassinating to people. Everybody's got to get a shout out here. Yeah. That's the reality. Yeah. Um. But they are not going to take this line down. That's why all the idiots who are just like, free Palestine, that's a fine perspective to have, but also understand that, like, Israel's not going to completely roll over after their citizens are slaughtered. Sure. That's just not going to, that's not a realistic thing. The world is the way it is. Now, you may not like that the Palestinians don't have a state. I would agree and say that it's not a sustainable situation and is barbaric and they've been living in that. But this idea that Israel's just not going to respond is crazy. That's crazy. So this is what it is, you know? This is a real big fucking mess. Especially from a country who loves responding in an over-the-top way. They respond. We do. And we do. Yeah, big time. That's kind of our thing. We, we were kind of the best at that. But doesn't, the, doesn't this feel very kind of post 9 11 though, in the messaging yes. that they're trying to get us to support this shit, which is like us against evil, us against the good guy? It, well, it, it was also it was very, it was Russia. You know, all of, the, all of the whole election was like Russia installed Trump, Russia's yeah. evil. Then it was Russia... And the Ukraine, we got to fight Russia. And now it's China. China, we got to fight China. We're We're fighting North Korea for a minute there. We're fighting North Korea. There's always an enemy. And if there's not an enemy, there's an enemy in the wings. Yeah, it's waiting. There's an enemy in the wings. Like, we're kind of, we test out enemies. You see if they work. (laughs) They focus group enemies. (laughs) Focus group enemies. (laughs) We got a free lunch. Like, Syria never caught on. We're like, we don't really. Yeah. Because we were we were going into Syria, getting rid of the Libyan state and the Syrian state. Meanwhile, ISIS is running around Syria. Yeah. So then Russia, we are arming ISIS to fight Russia. And we're arming ISIS to fight the Assad family who runs Syria. Again, they're not great, but they had a government. We're, we're arming militias to fight the Syrian government and the Libyan government. And then we turn around and go, got to get tough with terrorism. It's like, we're, we gave them all the money. But it's like a therapist giving shitty advice on purpose. Yes. They always come back. We need them. We need them. We em. need just them. Enough, right. Just enough advice to keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. No, we need them, and, and we need them. We need these groups of people. And it really is, that's what it is. Yeah. We just go around that part of the world, handing out missiles, getting people going, <laughs> ginning people up, and then eventually one of them gets big enough to fuck with you us, and then we go out. The, you know who we are? We're the guy in the bar that goes over to one drunk guy, and he goes, you know that guy's talking shit about right. you, right? Yeah, and or like pinches to, his girlfriend's yeah. ass and then fades into What's the background. What's that great Bill Hicks bit about, like, pick up the gun, you know? Like, Shane, the movie, like, pick up the gun. Like, Jack Palance being like, you saw him, he had a gun, you know? But I just, I hope this whole thing, uh, I hope this whole thing works out, and you know me, I... I don't pull any punches, but I'll tell you this. Wacky. <laughs> and stop it. Wacky and stop it. And I'll tell you this right now. Let's go to some good news for a change. Argentina court acquits none in deaf children's sex abuse case. Thank you. Good news. Wow. 
Good news, the deaf kids were lying. <laughs> Two nuns and seven other female employees of an Argentine Institute for Deaf Children were acquitted by a court Wednesday of sexual abuse and rape. The ruling broadcast on public television concluded a trial of two and a half years in a case that has shocked the home country of Pope Francis. Two priests in charge of the children at the Antonio Provolo Center, Horatio Cubarto and Nicola Corati, have been convicted. <laughs> That's kind of close. Karate. <laughs> well, how would you pronounce it? That actually is exactly it. it. No, yeah. but it's just I've been fun. convicted and handed sentences of more than 40 years for sexual abuse, including rape of 20 minors. See, the Catholic Church is not great. The victims were 4 to 17. Jesus Christ, oh. when the crimes were committed. The institution's gardener, Armando Gomez, has also been jailed for 18 years. Why do they not go for life, by the way? I don't understand why they're 18 years. Yeah. Several staff were taken into custody after allegations of abuse first surfaced. Um, Why are they still referring to them as crimes even though they were acquitted? So do, no, are they no, no. These people all went to jail. Oh, I think oh. keep going down yeah. because we're going to get to... Um, okay, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Go up. Um, a little bit more. The latest case focused on the alleged abuse of 11 of the children in the dock were Japanese nun Kumiko Kosaka and Paraguayan Asuncion Martinez, as well as a former cook, a psychologist, a legal representative, and a school director, and three other employers. Kosaka stood accused of aggravated sexual abuse and covering up the crimes, and Martinez of corruption of minors, uh, among the other alleged offenses. A panel of three judges on Wednesday acquitted them. Mm -hmm. They were all acquitted. Of the um, the abuse of the deaf. <laughs> so those two, okay, so, the rest. Well, the, the um, Ariel Lazarga, the father of one of the accusers, described the outcome as a total injustice. <laughs> well, they know, I don't know, they, maybe they know somebody on the inside. They're just saying that deaf kids are unfuckable. They're, that's kind of what they're saying. Yeah, the they're others. also saying they're liars. Uh -huh. they're, they're liars by their nature. The death. But this is a good, this is the good news <laughs> this week because everything else is bad. Yeah. So this is good. The deaf children that were abused were not abused by these people. Right. No. Somebody got them. That is true, but yeah. not these guys. So like I always look, you know, it's a silver lining on the cloud yeah, of you, the Catholic church. Yeah. You don't want, you don't want wrongful imprisonment. That's no good. No. I mean... I mean, I don't know. Man arrested for faking heart attack 20 times at restaurants to avoid paying bill. Now this, I mean, that's, this guy, in my mind, yeah. is an American hero. He is. I think he did it in Spain. This man, in my opinion, <laughs> is a Spanish hero. He's an American hero. He's, that He's 50 years old. He was from Lithuania, this and he man, was arrested in Spain. In my opinion, <laughs> is a Lithuanian hero. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny that... By the way, it's a lot to fake a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. That's an that's like a physical it's effort. An, you're also getting an ambulance to come. You're well, like isn't you're it making more, a I scene. Mean, it's not a thing. Nobody could do that in America because it would be more money to have a fake heart attack than oh, to yeah. pay the bill. <laughs> ambulance is like fifteen hundred bucks. People with real heart attacks, you know, put me in an Uber. Yeah. I can't yeah. afford. <laughs> so in Europe, I guess you can just fake heart attacks. I guess maybe they got him in a car. Does it say how he did it? Like did they smuggle him into a car or something? The man attempted to leave without paying, but the restaurant staff stopped him and noted how he still needed to pay the bill. 
Um, the scammer became visibly upset and said he was going to get the money from his hotel room. When staff refused to let him leave without paying, the man dramatically threw himself on the ground <laughs> and pretended to have a heart attack. Not fooled, the staff called the police, and instead of an ambulance, the man was recognized by local authorities. Now, that's that's a tough dismount from faking that to then kind of looking around and noticing nobody's buying it yeah. and then being like, ah. I've had this exact situation happen. I worked at an Applebee's and there was a woman who threw Purell on the floor when she went to the bathroom. And she I loved it at every stage of your life. Yeah. You could have done something better and, <laughs> and just didn't. Like there was no reason for you to ever work at an Applebee's. No. Ever in your life. No. It's the craziest thing in the world. Yeah, it was. How a, old were you? Oh, it was. It was right after. There's so many better restaurants, <laughs> better crazy. places. It was all right. I figured out how to add auto gratuity. It was okay, but okay. Um, but I. It was yeah. I was there a few months, and literally the person threw Purell on the ground as they went to the bathroom. When they came out of the bathroom, she looked both ways. Didn't even pretend to slip. She laid down slowly <laughs> in it on the ground and started screaming. The manager, because I guess this happens a lot. Was she a gypsy? Especially at an Applebee's. Uh, the, the manager checked the security footage, saw all of it, and she was like, I want my meal comped. I want to eat here for free for the rest of my life. All these demands. And she goes, all right, I just watched the security tape. You're full of shit. We're going to call the police. And then she goes, all right, well, then, like, at least a free dessert. Right. That, so that was her bargaining chip. And the woman's <laughs> like, I'm calling the police. And she's like, here's the money and extra for tip, and I'm so sorry. Well, I, there's something fun, and I've always respected people that commit to something. Yeah. And yeah. The idea of going out to Applebee's and eating the food, knowing that you're going to have to do that. A two for 20 meal. That's yeah. two appetizers, two entrees for she $20. The for, no, she was with another person. Okay. So there's, $10. She's on the line for $10. But it's so funny to just turn around to that other person when they start to get out their wallet and you go, no, 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 no. I got this. I got this. <laughs> it's on me. I Watch got this. this. It's on Purell. No, yeah. it's, it, there is something distinctly American about trying to get out of especially a restaurant bill. Yeah. Yeah. We dined and dashed when we were little kids. We yeah. would run out of Boulder Creek Steakhouse in Hicksville Boulder and just Creek. run out. Yeah. Once at Fridays, I, I, I've probably told this story before, the waitress was very vicious and rude. She was a very rude person. Mm. Sure, because she worked at Fridays, so. That's true. Life but is I, a hellscape. I, yeah, perhaps, that she created. Yeah. yeah. And we were sitting there, me and a bunch of my friends, and she was very rude. So I told them all to leave, and then I just went back in. Because, you know, Fridays, it's hectic. I just went in and grabbed all the money out of the thing. <laughs> and I, I got back in the car. What and thing? I, we went high, the, the sleeve. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I got in the car, and I just turned to my friend's brother. I went, go, 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 go. And I started handing everyone back their money. I'm like, here's your 20, here's your 20, here's your 20. And we were all just laughing. It was a great night. Sure. <laughs> we, um, I think they make them pay for it. Oh, yeah, they definitely do. I think do. that woman they, had to pay the money. 100%. It, takes out of, it goes right. out of their thing for we, sure. We used to do that at the Blauvelt Diner. And, uh, Where's that? In Rockland County, That's in Blauvelt. Right. And we had similar 3 a.m. We weren't drinking yet. We were younger. But this waitress being, you know, she didn't want, we were ordering bullshit. Right. So she was so mean that we ended up paying her but leaving the cash in the milkshake <laughs> on the table yeah. and dipping it to the point where we left it like a few bucks short too. So it wasn't even like exact. But we changed at the bottom of the milkshake, the whole thing, walked out, and she's wow. like slamming on the window as we were running sure. away. Here's the thing. Just it's, they had to do that. Now I tip so well. I yeah. overdo it. I tip crazily. I'm good. To, but when you're a teenager, there is a time in your life when it is completely appropriate 
really to do things like that. To destroy someone's day. It's it's really appropriate when you are a teenager to to do things like that occasionally. Because yeah. when you get older, you cannot do that. Petty no. crime is real fun. But as, like as you know, flipping out a little bit and doing something crazy, like trying to get out of a restaurant without paying, as a teenager, I think is okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think it's okay. I was con- we were constantly doing it, it, with money and stuff. It wasn't like that, but we would constantly damage shit. Yeah, we committed a lot of crime. Pulling fences out of the ground. Oh, dude, it was the best. We pulled yeah. pull down basketball Throwing hoops. eggs. Yeah. Throw, egging Toilet cars. paper. Paintball dude. houses. We would throw eggs. You know, there was there was people that worked at Bally's, Bally's mm-hmm. Total Fitness. Sure. There was a big window, and they'd be, like, running on treadmills, and we would, we would like, throw eggs at them, and many there, of them didn't even do anything. They were just running on the treadmill, like, on the elliptical, like, okay, yeah. who cares? There was a French guy that lived across the street from my friend Timmy, and he was just kind of rude to us once. And we took two baseball bats. We were 10 years old right. across to his yard and hit his tree into splinters just for no reason. We just we were like, fuck you for looking at us weird. And then we threw snowballs in his open door. One day he accidentally left the front door to his house open. <laughs> we piped so snowballs but inside. But these are the things you got. My, my friend, this woman, Jill, who lived next to us, um, I, me and my friend would smoke pot in my backyard when my parents, you know, my mother wasn't home. They'd been divorced. and. Mm. Uh, Jill would say things to us, and we used to grab butcher knives, me and my friend, my chubby other little friend, and we were like 12 years old, and we are like, we'll fucking kill you, you dumb bitch. We'll cut your fucking head off, you bitch. And she called the police, and I got a, <laughs> I got a person in need of supervision, a pins petition. No oh. shit. I talk about it in my book, yeah. But it, what's interesting about it is that... Um, you know, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun to do, you know? My street had just a bunch of, like, people. Com- I mean, like, you talked about Rescue 911, but I thought earlier you were talking about Nanny 911. You remember that show where no. people would, it was a, it was the same kind of concept where, like, it was, like, a terrible home. Okay. And they needed to have a nanny come in to fix the situation because okay. the parents <laughs> couldn't get control of the kids. Oh, okay. They I think shot, I might now. They shot an episode it of that. It was like Cesar Milan for kids. Yeah, essentially. Right, right. Yeah, they go, like that. They shot an episode of that on my block. And because the kids were like, un- it was like across the street from my best friend. They were just, they were, they were insane. They were throwing like hammers at people and cars going by. Get up, nanny nine one one. Dude, it is because it's just the kids were so out of control that yeah. the one on to- Long Island. It was like one of the most led. I don't know if that's, if it's the Valenti one, but it's like literally the most. It's one of the most. Uh- Long Island's always a oh, legendary episode because people can't imagine the animals that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And the parents are stunned that their kids are acting up while they're fist fighting yeah. drunk in the kitchen. That's why I love that show wife swap where like they like they'll switch it oh yeah they switch the families they switch the families and like there'll be a little fat kid who's like i'm not eating that salad <laughs> and the woman's like this is what we eat we eat vegetables and he's like no i don't no it was unbelievable. <laughs> my mama lets me eat nesty quick chocolate powder <laughs> for dinner Okay, so wait, is this, this the this, one on Long Island? I don't know if this is the one on Long Island. I'm no, the, the Long Island one I haven't found Okay, yet, but this is just generic. All right, let's see this. One. Find the Long Island one, please. Okay. Just some kids crying because Obama won on Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> no! no! He was a communist community organizer! <laughs> He's a Muslim! <laughs> He's married to a man. Well, it's all true. <laughs> Nanny nine one one. Was it the Lawrence? Just family? hilarious. Is I you know the idea of a guy being like the families are animals, <laughs> the kids are mentally it, it, unstable. It looked, They're it, crazy. It looked like such white trash. This was like you know they had like you know people had. This uh, is also pre Adderall, right? Kind no, of. No, well, no. Ritalin, Ritalin was oh, in. Ritalin, Ritalin yeah. was in, but. Uh, 
What town is it, Mike? Just curious. Like, uh, specifically? It's in Center Reach. That's crazy. You grew up in Center Reach? Yeah. Wow. They call it Center Rico a lot. Why? Heavily Puerto Rican. Well, racist. It's <laughs> not racist. It's just a, the demographics. It was Irish. Uh, it was Irish and Puerto Rican. That's the type of guy you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> is that Sebastian? <laughs> is that the kind of guy? You ever go over there and go, huh? What are they doing over there? Can you let the Italians cater to pogrom? <laughs> Can we please let the Italians cater to pogrom a little better? You're eating. What are you doing over there? I'm, I'm, um, <coughs> we watch some of this. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting here. This is dead air. Parents. Worst nightmare. One hundred percent white kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're in desperate need of help. <laughs> Spraying a kid with the hose. They one alternative left. It's time to dial Nanny Nine One One. Hello. This is Nanny 911. <laughs> Real nannies. Oh, they're all British? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, I like that. It was a Mary Poppins situation. You're going to end up like Princess Diana if you don't get in that fucking chair. They always wore that, the little cape. We'll do to you what we did to the Congo. They're just like showing kids playing. There are going to have to be some major changes that go on. That's the plan. Can these families be saved? What a fun show. Can these families be saved? Yeah, it turns out the ones on my block were not able to be All right, all right. This is, this is sick. Parents of very popular. I'm sure it was. Nobody likes anything better than watching something horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like we've done, you know, the TLC stuff, which has gone crazy. It's yeah. like there's nothing... There's nothing... Um, there's nothing more exciting to people than watching, you know, that type of TV. But now the news has gotten so crazy <laughs> that there's no real, like the reality shows now, yeah. you can't compete with China's got warships in the Gulf. We've got warships in the Gulf. That's why they're going the opposite way. They're doing right. like the Golden Bachelor. Oh, this is but interesting. Like the old people Bachelor. It's feel good. They're right. like, oh, look at these people before they die trying to find somebody. Right. Like. It's a love story. Yeah. Head off into the sunset. That's it, dude. Yep. Yeah. Because the divisive stuff, there was a time for that. It's not na- anymore. It's not right now. No, it's gotten too rough now. Yeah. The real world has gotten too rough. You need to just do, like, things about nice stuff. A lot of people, do, I asked my mom about the whole Israel-Palestine thing, and she was like, have you seen who moved to the next round that America's got talent? Like right. She's, that's the level. She's like, they right. have a dog who juggles. You know what I mean? It's like, right. that's kind of where we're going towards. Right. Is it full? Well, the dog's dead, and we <laughs> yeah. don't know who killed it. It was either a missile that misfired <laughs> from the Palestinians or an airstrike from Israel. That dog? But that dog was in a hospital, and now he's dead. <laughs> that dog has a yeah. <laughs> By the way, where are we at on the hospital? Who bombed the hospital? Who bombed the hospital? This would be a segment. Who bombed the hospital? Who bombed the hospital? We should have like a like a like a doo-wop group. Ooh you. Who bombed the hospital? Ooh you. Who bombed the hospital? Five hundred dead. Who bombed the hospital? Everybody thinks it was Gaza, but we don't know. Oh, they have uh, visual analysis. The visual analysis now saying maybe this was a misfired rocket from. Um, Hamas, Mm -hmm. 
And you've been saying this the whole time. To your credit, you've been He was. Yeah, you've been saying this the whole time. But I have been I, I've been unsure only because I like to get the facts. You like to gather information. I like to get the facts. Yeah. Yeah. Travis fired right from the hip. He had the whole honeycomb line thing. He yeah. was, he was firmly- yeah, but let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Show us something that proves that this, please. This is also from Al Jazeera, too. Oh, oh boy. Well, this might be an ad. Oh. Yeah, it is. Hold on. Let's play out. So Al Jazeera is, uh, remember, they, they first started getting big during Bin the, Laden, the right? Iraq. Time. Yeah. Yeah. They aired Bin Laden's videos. Mm-hmm. They were the first to the mixtape. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. They were, they were Al Jazeera. And now they're okay, so let's okay. let's watch a little oh, there Al, it is. Let's watch a little Al Jazeera. There's the rocket. The Al Jazeera news channel. A rocket launch was visible on the frame that's looking out over the night sky. From other cameras, we can clearly see the launch of multiple rockets. The Al Jazeera camera shows one of them that appears to veer off and break apart in midair. You can see, obviously, it fails in flight and spins out and disintegrates. It is not surprising a number of weapons fail, and it is well known that a number of weapons will drop inside Gaza and do drop inside Gaza and do, unfortunately, kill civilians in yeah. Gaza during it's these It's not a surprise they failed. It was made in there, America. Uh, <laughs> a small explosion seen on the ground in the distance. And then two seconds later, a much larger explosion. The timestamp that was on the screen, 6.59 p.m. local time, was the time that the hospital was struck. Those timestamps are in a very small time frame. That rocket was definitely launched from within Gaza. That particular hospital, based on a lot of geolocation patterns, does seem to line up with that general geography. I don't like her tone. It sounds like no, she's very condescending. Yeah. She's like, Telling us we're dumb for not now, knowing. Yeah. Is 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 Hamas saying it's Israel that yes. did that? Yes, but it, I mean, so there it is, and it's uh, listen. It's a horrible tragedy. It's like obviously, brutal. we're here doing jokes because this is our job to be yeah. comedians. But yeah, this is not. It's awful. This is awful, and this is crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, this is inhuman and barbaric. That was a good album cover, though. It was <laughs> the last one. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Rage Against the Machine at the burning. At the slap of parental advisory. We're gonna get a a fatwa against us (laughs) pretty soon. That was Mike Cannon. Yeah, Mike Cannon. So, but I have said to any Muslim listening who wants to kill me, I have said I'm not convinced Israel didn't do this because maybe they have a really good propaganda machine. I don't know, but but maybe it was a misfired rocket from Gaza. Stop it. I mean, I just feel like someone's going to take the who bombed the hospital out of context. <laughs> and auto-tune it, put a beat behind it. That's going to be totally. something, dude. <laughs> but the, that's, and then that's the album cover. <laughs> who bombed the hospital? <laughs> who bombed the Who bombed it? They said it was Gaza, but it wasn't. Boo, boo, boo. But it's like, you know, I mean, we, we uh, you know. This is brutal. It's it's really crazy that you're looking at these real scenes of so much chaos, death, and destruction, and you know you're powerless to do much about it. Like I know all these celebrities signed a letter, and God bless. <laughs> Are we and sure that didn't end everything? Though? No, I think they started. I think it was worse. I think oh. people started really killing each other after that. Oh, okay. But I get it. I understand people going, let's sign the letter. But here's the problem. It feels kind of like that imagine thing during COVID. Sure does. It feels a lot like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's tough. 
And I just don't think Bibi Netanyahu cares that Kate Blanchett yeah. and Hassan Minaj <laughs> signed a letter. You don't think Jessica Chastain's signature is going to yeah, move the I needle? Yeah, I don't think it cares. Gal Gadot signed a letter, by the way, that said, kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to talk about letters. Entertainment industry A-listers signed a letter to Biden urging a ceasefire in Gaza. And listen, I would agree with that, but you also have to release all of these hostages. Yeah. That, that you have to do it. Here's the thing. Imagine There's, this works and Biden is like truly taking any kind of I don't yeah. advise ad, advice from fucking celebrities. No, their 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 agent is going, "Will you sign this?" Yeah. They go, "Okay." They're signing it. I'm sure some of them are affected more than others. Some of them, you know, like our Mo Ammer, great comic, gave an impassioned speech, talked about this. This is where he comes from. These are his people. Like there are people that are genuinely speaking out from their own experience, they know people on the ground, they know things that are happening that are real. But then there's also a lot of celebrities that are just signing a letter because they want, they want things. Attention. Yeah, or they, they want attention. They probably, they want this to end and stuff. But the reality is it's just like, I just don't know if this country or if any country has ever listened to celebrities signing a letter. No. I, I don't. I don't know that that's ever been a factor. Well, I like that they they tried uh, singing Imagine. They realized yeah. that backfired. So they're like, let's go old school. Let's do a letter. Well, do you think, do you think Marilyn Monroe was sucking JFK's dick and yeah. giving him advice on the Bay of Pigs? No, no, <laughs> no. But that's when people knew their place. Yeah. <laughs> it was a simpler time, uh, yeah, a better it, time. Yeah, it was. No, but I mean, the 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 reality here is that released Hamas has got to go. We're releasing all of the hostages. Mm-hmm. They got to say that, they, and they got to release all the hot because otherwise Israel's not going to stop. They'll just go to it'll be World War Three. This is the reality, and I, and I know people are like, "Well, what about all that hostages in Palestine? A two million the Palestinian state? They're not debating that now. You might debate that in the future. Mm-hmm. Let's stick to what's happening now, you retards, dumbest people in the world to message me. Here's the thing, retard. What you have to do now is you have to just end this immediate situation. Anything else you want to do? Can only be done, dummies, after you end this immediate horrible situation. That's what you have to do. Then you can do other things. You're never going to do those other things without ending this immediate nightmare. Yeah, then you go to the table. Then you go to the table with other things and go, we need to figure something out. That will never happen unless all those hostages aren't freed. Mm -hmm. And then there is a ceasefire and Israel does not do a ground assault. It's a big mistake to do a ground assault in Gaza. It's urban warfare. It's crazy. It's trench. It's a bad idea. It's a bad, bad idea. Yeah. How could they possibly go in there with any confidence? And then what happens? You evict all these people, throw them out. Then what? What do you do? Take over Gaza? You run Gaza? It'll never be a good idea. Israeli troops will be sitting ducks for more attacks if they're in Gaza. It's a very bad idea. Thomas Friedman of the New York Times, I make fun of all the time, but he's right about this. I make fun of him because he says dumb things. He's like, the world has gone from connected to hyperconnect. It's like, can you please? <laughs> <laughs> There's all these word things I hate, but he's right about this. It's, it's a mistake to go and to occupy it on the ground. Yeah. This is Iraq and Afghanistan. This is all of this. This stuff. is going into the mountains and the tunnels. This is a bad idea. Yeah, why would we do it? This is a bad idea. And they want us involved. They want America involved. They want American troops. We're already footing the bill. We're already footing the bill. This is a big mistake. You know, after 9 11, we did a lot of bad shit yeah. and we destabilized a lot of countries. 
And the reality of the situation is don't you don't want to make that mistake. The question is who who do you think actually wrote that letter? Who is the actual person who sat down and wrote that thing that they all signed? Dear President Biden, we come together as artists and advocates, but but most importantly as human beings witnessing the devastating loss of lives unfolding horrors in Israel and Palestine. It's a, it's probably UNICEF. We believe that the United States can play a diplomatic role in ending the suffering. We're adding our voices to those from the Congress, UNICEF, Doctors Without Borders, the International Committee of the Red Cross. I imagine it's some UN yeah. subcommittee. Like it's. But well, we were talking about it last night yeah. that they, with the Imagine video, with stuff like this, they've almost become the anti-influencer, where the yes. things that they stand for, people are having an adverse reaction to it because it's disingenuous. So yes. it, and because it's yes. all over the fucking place and because it's mostly self-serving. So as soon as people see that the general celebrity populace is on board with something, they're automatically they're like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm off this. There's nothing really that can be done <laughs> for such a conflict that is so layered and it's been going on for so long. You have a four paragraph letter. Yeah. That says we would like it to stop. Yeah. Please. And we're famous. I mean, to be fair, yeah. that is how we started this show. What? By saying <laughs> we would like it to end, de-escalate, and stop it. Well, I have only said that. <laughs> I have said that as someone who, the only reason I want it to stop is because mm -hmm. I want to start a war there. Oh. I want more bloodshed. <laughs> I'm for the death of children. I'm going at it from the other way. I want nukes. I want a Christian crusade to kill them all. All. That's what I'm saying. Where's the ad? Do you have an ad now? Somebody want to do an ad? Anybody want to do an ad now? I'm pro-Christian crusade. That's why I'd like this to stop. So we can have time to lose weight so we can go in there. No matter where your adventures take you this fall, Bespoke Post has a box of awesome to make it just that more awesome. The box of awesome is filled with carefully chosen gear from the best small brands around the world. Let's see what I got this month. I got a box and it had all kinds of cool stuff. It had some camping gear essentials and autumn cocktail upgrades. It's had cozy threads. Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes a month across a ton of different categories. Each box is valued at around $70, but you only pay a fraction of that price. Plus, with each box of awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code Tim Dillon at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code Tim Dillon for 20% off your first box. Boxofawesome.com, code Tim Dillon, T-I-M-D-I-L-L-O-N. By the way, get this story up. Most of the American military is fat, mm. but who cares? Oh, There's nothing God. more American than fat people killing others. <laughs> Do you know what? So I went over there to perform for the troops. And uh, you, you did, and this was interesting. <laughs> I did. And one of the most, one of the things that I had the toughest time grasping was that their meals, you know, yeah. we're getting free meals over there on the base, all that shit, but we're talking to them. Their meals come out of their paycheck. So they're fucking paying for their lunch, for their meals out of their own pocket. It's absurd. absurd. Isn't it it's fucking nuts? That's absurd. Right? Yeah. I right as soon as I expressed what do they like get? I mean it's it's fine. It's fine cafeteria food. Right. But it's just it, it is patties. that. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> spaghetti it's, and meatballs. And somebody also, told me on a mil one of the military bases in Afghanistan there was like seventy thousand people. 
they had like a whole boardwalk of like fast food restaurants and everything on the military yeah. base. It was crazy. There, there, there was one in Bahrain that was really like kind of the party base. It didn't right. seem like anything was really going on there. But it, it yeah, that stuff was. It, it, they were paying for their food, and then when we brought it up to them, they were kind of just like, "No, that's like." How was the show? The shows were unbelievable. They're the yeah. best shows I've ever done. Yeah. I did one on Veterans Day in a theater in Kuwait. And they like presented us with all of these things, being so grateful. I had just gotten bit by a marine dog that day. Yeah, like you know, I put on the flak it. jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was kicking it and telling it to yeah, actually about to do say, its job. Why did you <laughs> well, okay. so and it was just an amazing time because they're very grateful. Yeah, they were so grateful. But then you know, you see it, and also the cafeteria. You think these people, they're soldiers, right? They're doing intense, laborious shit. They're going out there to fucking take care of yeah. business, and they're feeding them. Sometimes like burgers and heavy shit, and you're like, I understand the comforts of home, and you need to remind them of that, but they should be fed <laughs> like they're super athletes. Let's not carbo load. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, maybe, but Am also, I wrong with that? <laughs> well, here's the deal: they're just there to kill people. Yeah, right. As At the end of the day, fingers it's like, working. You know, we're just there to kill people. You know, I mean, we could dress it up any way we want, right? But they're just there to kill. But I'm don't not you want there's anything wrong with that? Don't you want us to have abs while we do it? No, I think it's actually funner and cooler <laughs> if you send a bunch of fat guys over there to kill the kids. <laughs> they're pulling their shirt. They're down. just there to kill eleven year olds that they think might have bombs strapped to them, so they're just going to shoot them in the face. But I'm glad they enjoyed your show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Military obesity rates soar, compounding recruitment <laughs> challenges. Services still struggling to find eligible applicants because everyone in the military now has gotten to be a big whale. But here's the <laughs> good news. We're fighting high tech wars with drones yeah. and all kinds of like precision weaponry. We've invested so much money, billions, trillions of dollars into DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. We have like alien technology happening. We are so there's nothing more American than a fat guy playing a video game and <laughs> yes. wiping out people a hundred percent there's nothing more american than that just a big fat slob just in just a room killing everyone yeah. D disconnected from the humanity i'm of it not all. into that seal team six where everybody's ripped up and <laughs> seal training seal training should be nothing you know what seal training should be you should walk into a room they should hand you a big mac and they should go <laughs> they should put photos of people of all different ages and genders and everything and go who won't you kill <laughs> and then a guy's like, I'll kill them all. They go, you're in. You're a Navy SEAL now. You push this button and just, oh. and that's what it is. Because we need people to not be pussies. We need them to press buttons and get it done. Yeah. We don't need hot people. in the. I mean, it's nice. Yeah. It's I, nice. I'm old. I guess I'm old school in that way. I, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Boots on the ground. But what you're saying is new. That's the new age war. Is, yeah. is just get slovenly people that are have no problem pressing a button. They probably won't even feel it. Their fingertips are numb. I know there's some great people in the military, phenomenal people in the military, and then I know some other people. Yeah. You know, just like cops. For sure. I have oh, friends yeah. that became cops, you know? Yeah. And it's a, it's a courageous thing to do. We need a great military. I don't have the balls to do it. I mm -hmm. respect everybody who does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I used to suck off this 24-year-old Marine who from Southern California who was kind of retarded. Yeah. Was he ripped, though? He was ripped. Nice. Had a six-pack, but he was retarded. Yeah. And he didn't understand <laughs> what was happening ever. Yeah. I'm not talking about... I mean, he wasn't that retarded. 
But I mean, like, he, you know, he was just like. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that was a dangerous. He didn't understand what was happening. No, I, 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 there I, was no consent. He's no, just playing he's, with butterflies. He's, I, we're, everyone's pro-rape here. We're all pro-rape. <laughs> I've, I've got. I mean, it's like. Chris D'Elia is doing that music festival in Israel next year. Yeah. They booked him right. <laughs> Stop it. Diana did it. Diana said I didn't even say it. Here's the point. There's a lot of people uh, who are just, you know, they just, a lot of people just, I get it. If they're, we're like, kill them. They go, we, we got to do it. And yeah. they got to do it. I met a kid when I was over there. He was 18 years old from Kansas. He looked like a baby. Right. And I, and I was talking to him. I was like, so what do you do? He's like, man, he's like, I wanted to be in fucking infantry. I wanted to be on the floor, on the ground. He's like, turns out I'm fucking smart. He's like, so now I'm behind a computer. Yeah. Like, he's like livid that he doesn't get to kill people face to face. But and sometimes that's where they need to go. Yeah. People that want to kill others should go into our military. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. It, you know, because we don't want them doing that. I mean, we have the best murderers and homicides in the in the world, right? I mean, we should Well, we be, have good ones, but we good we've ones. seen some. Sure. Yeah. I send, mean, we're, send we're, some of Chicago out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's a real boomer. That's, best. Yeah. that's such a boomer. You know, that's like the boomer Long yeah. Island take. <laughs> hey, buddy, you see, buddy, you're Chicago. You go over there. I bet you kill people over there instead of killing them in your backyard. Guns are illegal there, and look what's going on. I'm bad dad. You go over there. You join the military. That way, when you die, your family gets something for it. Literally, I, it was once we were in a, in a mall, and this guy, this military recruiter, he went up to this guy, and he was like, he was like, he's like, you should join the military. And it was a black guy. The black guy goes, where I'm from, there is a war. And the military recruiter goes, yeah, but when you die overseas, at least your family gets something for it. Literally, he said that in the in the Long Island Mall. Holy shit! It's crazy. So, like, you know. The kid's like, all right. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that guy killed Osama bin Laden. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like, did you ever think about going into the military? No, my friends, as a prank, signed me up for the Marines. Um, <laughs> they, I'm not kidding. They, they gave them, they went to a recruitment center, and then they gave them my information, my phone number, my address, and they called um, multiple times yeah. a week for months. Until and then what happened? My mom got on the phone with them, and they, make, they made good points. Uh, and then my mom got on the phone with them and screamed until they, uh, they my stopped My son's calling. a terrorist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have the same story. My friends didn't, I don't know if my friends signed me up, but I spent like 90 minutes on the phone with a recruiter because I just didn't know yeah. what was happening. I was like shitting and just walking around my house talking right. to this guy. And then my mom got on the phone and started screaming. It was it like, feels, he's not... It, they make, not coming. They, it, it does feel like there is a thing of like, watch, I tell you, I'm watching Band of Brothers. But I, there is something about that where you go, I I watch that. I watch even Full Metal Jacket. You're supposed to get this feeling of like, war is hell. This is all thing. I watch that. I'm like, man, what camaraderie. That looks that looks. That's because you didn't play sports. If I, you played team sports, you would have had can that. Can I say one thing that might not be great for everyone in the room? <laughs> say it my, through Diana. And my own career. <laughs> Everyone knows that trick. <laughs> I'm a very bad ventriloquist. Yeah. I'm leaving out the activities that happened when they landed. Did the paragliders not look fun? No, just as a thing. Like, was there a moment of fun? No, had? dude, when you're doing, I didn't even know that was a thing. I never even knew that. Do I think, don't want to do that to kill people. I want to do it at like Sandals Resort. Yeah. yeah. Do you think? Do you a, know what I mean? A couple wheeze were exclaimed. I'm just saying it looked like <laughs> I thought it was like a fun. It, if you saw that at South by Southwest, yeah, it was just like look at this fun thing. Uh, I, there should be some sort of squirrel suit, Red Bull helmet 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, this can't end in the murder because it's just fun. It looked fun, you know. But yeah. it's so. But I'm happy that our. I love that our parents were like, our sons will not sacrifice one. <laughs> not even for this. Yeah. Were you ever close? No, 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 no. I remember after 9/11, I felt for a minute like it'd be cool to have a job as like a CIA agent. This is when you don't know anything. You're like 11th grade. You're yeah. Like, it'd be cool to do something that mattered. Because, like, you're like, fuck, sh you know, things are real now. And I want to do something that matters, like be in the <coughs> military or work for, like, a top secret, you know? And then that wears off within months. Yeah. I, my roommate in college was uh, doing, like, ROTC and signing up. And he was, like, six foot five. He looked like a G.I. Joe. And he was excited beyond belief about going over to Afghanistan. Yeah. Like he was Well, there's a lot of guys that join for patriotic reasons. They go, we want to help and yeah. we want to like actually like, you know, we don't want this shit to happen, right? Yeah. We need a military <laughs> as much as we kid around about it. We need people to go over there and fuck shit up when people threaten us 1000%. Yeah. We just need to put them in, in winnable situations. He he was he would often talk about the excitement of killing like looking forward to oh, killing people. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> sure. Just watching the breath. I mean, he's also that. Out he, of their he's also that. The way he described it was, you know, a very the specific, the wound. a very yeah. specific slur. But yeah, I mean, he was uh, he was adamant. Yeah. But it was it was it was out of patriotism. It was. Yeah, and that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you need some. You need some, you know. You know, it, it's, it, pe people. When I was driving in a tunnel, and because I was, by the way. I was about to be married to a big Egyptian, and and it was about to be a Muslim in the British royal family. So MR6 and the Mossad had me killed in the tunnel, and they said that the press did it, which never made any sense to anybody. They said that the press, <laughs> the people with cameras, caused my limousine to crash, and that is not true. And now my son has married a black girl. All right. You know, this is not <laughs> go right in the cup. This is not what we want. This is not what we want. Um, this is a fun episode. Do we do we think this stays on YouTube? Do you think they'll leave this on YouTube? <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> do you think this will stay on YouTube? I think it'll get all the gates. It'll get, uh, you know, age-gated, and we'll get ad suitability, Reddit, everything. Yeah, it'll get blocked, but maybe for a couple, it'll be a good But that days. means it's good. It was a good yeah. run. Yeah. Yeah. That means it's good. All right, I'll be back solo next week, but I really like these guys, so I figured we would go. We would go and have a lot of fun, and I think we've done that. Yeah, had a good time. I Thanks think for we've done me. that. I, you know, and that's all we can do. Your new special. Tell people where to get it. Uh, new comedy special. YouTube.com slash Mike Feeney Comedy. It's Mike Feeney and Night at the Comedy Cellar. I directed it and edited it. It's out on October twenty seventh. Please go watch it. On Mike my Cannon YouTube. live dates coming up. Live dates. Also, I'm the co-host of Chrissy Chaos with Chris DeStefano. Chris DeStefano. That's uh, that's going to be super fun in uh, November. I'm going to be in Levittown, Long Island. Governor's? At, uh, Governor's, baby. When is that? November 3rd and 4th. Are you in town? I'm in Rochester, November 3rd. But November 4th, I may just pull up to hang out. Come hang. Yeah. For sure. That'll yeah. be a good time. Uh, and then I'm be in D.C. in uh, December, December 8th and 9th. I got some Florida dates as well, but I'm all over the road. And uh, yeah, MikeCannonComedy.com yeah. for all that. TimDillComedy.com. We're on sale very soon with uh, shows in Boston and D.C. and all these places. But... Uh, uh, Rochester, New York, Pittsburgh, Houston, San Diego, Toronto, Austin, Brea, Columbus, Pennsylvania, Washington, uh, Northfield, Ohio, San Antonio, Dallas, Atlanta, St. Louis, Indianapolis, Boston, and then Foxwoods. We also have dates coming in London. 
Dublin, Glasgow, uh, or Edinburgh, and uh, Manchester, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, uh, and that'll be the end of the tour. So the next two, three months, that's it. We do appreciate it. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And again, we hope this stays uh, available. It will, I think. <laughs> Here's open. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. Good night.